This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. everyone, I'm Tracy Koga and welcome to Hewitt Home. So it looks like we'll be seeing red for another two weeks and I don't know about you but I'm definitely feeling the burnout and the anxiety about when this will all end. But hey, I guess we're doing better than our neighbors down south as we all wait with bated breath on what can happen next before January 20th. Today I'll sit in studio with Jenny V and she'll talk to me all about her passion for coffee as well we'll learn more about the third wave. But right now we're going to get a life lesson from our coach Linda Drastowicz when things happen that we just don't know. Hey everyone, I'm happy to be here today. I wanted to talk to you briefly about something that is very interesting. You know when you feel confused and there's something that you really want to do but you don't know how and you just stew in that state of confusion and I don't know how energy. I want you to think about this. Saying to yourself I don't know how creates those feelings of uh just feeling lost, feeling overwhelmed, feeling confused, feeling stuck. Think about it. When you say, I don't know how, it doesn't propel you forward. If you are able to think, I can figure this out, or even better, I like to think things like, I know so much already, or I have so much knowledge, or I have a wealth of information at my fingertips. All of those thoughts are going to give me feelings of, uh, you know, feeling empowered, feeling in charge, feeling like I've figured things out before. That's another good thought. I've figured things out before. I can figure this out. It gives you momentum in the actions that you're going to have to take to get the results you want. And it's just an interesting way of thinking about confusion. We often think confusion is there just because we don't know how. And in fact, we do know how. We can figure this out. We can move forward. It is almost a indulgent feeling to stay in confusion, to stay in that uh, energy of I don't know, that slump kind of feeling. So think thoughts that are going to give you energy. Think thoughts like, 
you know, I'm, I know that I can build on what I've already created. That's another great one. I've created a great base. I need to just you know, find a few pieces of information that are missing and I can do that. All of those thoughts are going to give you energy, are going to make you feel motivated and are going to move you from that feeling of confusion and doubt and overwhelm and into action. Uh, we need, you know, when we want results, we need to take action, but that action has to be uh, intentional. It has to be things that are challenging. Oftentimes we get stuck doing things that are uh, just busy work and not really taking risks and moving into the unknown. So uh, that's another great thought is, you know, I'm ready to face the unknown or um, I love the challenge of figuring things out. So just remember, you can figure it out. You have all the tools. You actually have everything you need right now. So go get to it, get to whatever you're working on, whatever goal you have, whatever result you're trying to create, you can do it. You can figure this out. I know you can. Well, all I'm missing is a warm cup of coffee. So we're going to be talking coffee, people, the love of the beans, and all things great here in Winnipeg. I want to give a warm welcome to my good friend, Jenny. It's so good to see you, Jenny. Might be virtually. And I love the background. And I know that you brought along a very dear friend, too, as well. So let's bring Al in here. Al, where are you, Al? Hi there. <laughs> Hi. Oh, it's good to see both of you. And I guess um, we're going to go right into it with you, Jenny, your love for okay. coffee and why we're here today, uh, including, uh, I guess, a, a very interesting way to spend your 60th birthday. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Tracy. Um, yes, happy to be here. I think my love of coffee started when I was a teenager. Um, you know, being the cool kid, we'd hang out at A&W drinking black coffee and, you know, just being really cool. And then I discovered Starbucks. And I loved Starbucks so much that I actually worked as a barista for four years, believe it or not. So I got to understand coffee from both sides, the retail and then behind the counter as well. And then everybody who knows me knows how much I love coffee. I get all these coffee memes and gifts. And, you know, every time they see something about coffee, it's like, oh, I have to send that to Jenny. <laughs> and so for my 60th birthday, which was last year, 
actually my birthday's tomorrow, I thought, what could I do to celebrate that would be really special? And then the idea just popped in my head, 60 days of 60 coffees. So for every day, I visited a different coffee shop. Now, I was a little worried that I wouldn't be able to get to 60 coffee shops, but I needn't have worried because there were so many that I didn't get a chance to visit. And so then before COVID hit, I thought, okay, well, 2020, I'll start another journey. And then, of course, I had to put that on hold. But that got me thinking about what could I do to extend my coffee love, I guess, or love of coffee. And so I decided that I was going to start a podcast, a blog, and a YouTube channel for Coffee with Jenny B. <laughs> and here we are. I mean, and about to are. launch. And so I, I'm going to bring Alan now, L. Dawson from Harrison's Coffee. And I guess uh, let's talk about your connection with, with Jenny too, L, and obviously the love of coffee for you. Sure. So um, I'm relatively new on the retail side of coffee. I, I uh, bought a, an existing coffee shop in January of 2020. And, uh, and I think it was shortly thereafter is where uh, I met Jenny for the first time. And then uh, we closed in March of 2020 for COVID. And I used that as an opportunity to rebrand the business that I bought as Harrison and really take a new fresh approach. Uh, what I wanted to see in my cup of coffee on a daily basis. So we reopened as Harrison's in June of 2020. And I think uh, when we opened and we shared our philosophies on business and people, um, I think it's when we really started to make a connection with uh, people in the community and, and specifically Jenny as one of the stronger connections that we've made. Okay, so I'm going to ask it to both of ask this to both of you. Then, what is the difference, or of how people approach coffee nowadays? And you, both of you kind of mentioned it's the people. So, how do coffee and people become connected? Yeah, uh, or Jenny, if that's okay, if that's okay, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll start with this. Go next. During my <laughs> coffee journey, during my coffee journey, I met so many uh, cafe owners. And I understood the difference between just going into like a Tim Hortons, for instance, to grab a coffee versus coffee making at home. But then there's the third wave, the third wave, the coffee movement. And what that is, is the different way that you look at coffee. So it's where is the coffee from? And not just where is it from? Are you supporting Canadian uh, roasters? Are you supporting international? But does the coffee come from... You know, are, is it fair trade? Is it organic? You know, what is the history of the farm where the coffee beans come from? And even more than that is finding the right blend. So one of the coffee shops that I visited was uh, Yellow Journey. Uh, so it's a, a Woodcock cycle. And the owner who used to go cycling in uh, Europe, in Italy, they would stop at all these different cafes. And so for him, when he actually started his own cafe here in Winnipeg, he spent a lot of time researching the right kind of coffee for his coffee shop. And then when I spoke to um, Alex at Parlor, they don't call themselves baristas or, you know, staff or anything, but they call themselves artists. And so what they do is that even when they're grinding the coffee, they're making sure that they're adjusting it for, you know, if the doors open, if there's if there's cold, if there's a, a, a draft, is whatever the, whatever the circumstances are, they're adjusting that grind so that's the perfect grind for that perfect cup of coffee for you. 
And so it really gave me a deeper understanding of the, the culture, the culture in the community, not just in Winnipeg, but also in Manitoba. We have so many roasters and every day when I look at, at social media, it's like, we have a new coffee shop, we have a new roaster. And, and so the first time I heard about Harrison's, I'm like, Harrison's, how come I haven't heard about this place before? And so I had to, I had to check it out. And so that, that just, it, it opened my, my, my mind and my world to so much about coffee in Winnipeg and Manitoba. So what was it about Harrison's that attracted or made a, an impression with you, Jenny? Was it the coffee or L? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was, it was Al first, uh, because I was, well, first of all, as soon as I heard about Harrison's, like, oh, like, I have to go look them up on social media. And so I looked it up and I saw the social media account. And one of my favorite colors is teal, which is in my logo. And of course, I'm wearing teal today. So the teal caught my attention. And then the more I, I learned about the social media, and it's like, well, I, I have to go visit. And so when I first met Al, it was like, I don't, can I say kismet? <laughs> connection because yes. Al is just such a what can I say he's just he's he's the brand he's the he's Harrison's and and what you see in Al is what you see in in Harrison's and in their staff and in their locations it's like everything is 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 basically Al in a cup of coffee oh uh, wow that's a big compliment what do you yeah, have to say for that Al thing. yeah I'm, I'm uh... I'm humbled, right? I think every any time that someone chooses a cup of Harrison's, I'm extremely humbled and honored. And and I truly uh, I truly impart onto my team that this is not a cup of when you say to someone, let's go for a cup of coffee, it really means I want to spend time with you. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and coffee is just the vehicle to do that. So we're I really look at it as I'm humbled and honored to be chosen as a part of someone's day and, and used as a vehicle for two people to connect. Um, so I need to put my best foot forward and my team needs to put our best foot forward every single time we, we get to be a part of that interaction and we struggle and fight for it on a daily basis. Well, and hey, we're all we're all in this together, I guess, so, so much. <laughs> okay, L now, COVID, pandemic, lockdown, maybe vaccines and, you know, a few months, you know, into 2021. Mm -hmm. What will coffee shops look like? What will Harrison's look like? Um, it won't be like probably back to normal. Or so how are you yeah. making to make that shift or? What, what will it look like? I don't think I don't think we've truly defined what what business will look like post COVID, right? And, and even as we try to make COVID go away with the vaccine and and other precautions that we might take. So I think I think the coffee business and coffee shops particularly need to evolve and be flexible enough that they can work within the parameters given by any municipal government and, and meet the needs of the people that are looking to have that coffee. So to say, what will it look like? I, I would love to be able to answer that with some kind of concrete, but I can't. I say, what, if, I, if I'm to put a concrete answer to it, we will look like whatever the people want us to look like. However, we will main, remain true to the values that we've stepped, that we put forward as a company. Well, and that's so true. And I mean, for both of you, so enthusiastic about coffee, I think that we will we will be able to enjoy that cup 
altogether. And it might be through Zoom. I don't know. I'm, I'm look, yeah. thinking about this. There's book, book clubs, and there's probably coffee clubs. Uh, I don't Why know. Not? Yeah, because. Oh. <laughs> Someone agrees with that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. I don't see why we couldn't have coffee clubs. But you know what, Tracy? One of the things that I really love about the whole idea of, of uh, co well, not I don't love it, but COVID and lockdown, is that it hasn't stopped people from enjoying coffee because all the coffee roasters, most of the cafes, they offer curbside pickup and free delivery. And so you can you can order online and sometimes get it delivered that same day, sometimes by the owner of the of the cafe or the roaster. And and so you don't have to go without that really good cup of coffee and you can still support local. And it's it's a win-win for everybody. Oh yes. Well, so then that's a great plug for you, Al, because you've got more than one location, correct? <laughs> yeah, we have we currently have two and we're opening our third. Uh, as soon as Brian Hallister <laughs> lets up, lets him <laughs> well, yeah. maybe deliver so, him a cup of coffee and then, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll go talk to him. Yes, you too, Jenny. You'll be your first yeah. person on your blog. But uh, so you've That's got right. you, you're in you're in the Forks. Yeah, we're Johnson in the Johnson Tur Terminal at the Forks. Mm -hmm. uh, we are on Waterfront, right across from Stephen Duke Park. Okay. And then we are opening up our third location at the Outlet Collections Mall. Oh, wow. So I think you've got the city pretty well covered. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got a couple more little sections to try to find space in. But yeah, you know, we COVID, COVID uh, as scary and as, uh, as debilitating as it has been, mm -hmm. has been a blessing if you're willing to take chances and look for the right opportunity. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jenny, I was going to talk now quickly about your blog and, and podcast and YouTube. Yes. So uh, will you be having roasters like Elle on or, and, and or other coffee connoisseurs like yourself on? Absolutely, um, you know, and there's so much talent, so many, as I say, so many different cafes and roasters, not just in Winnipeg, but Manitoba, that I'd love to have on. Um, so my blog, of course, so, so podcast is really where I would want to uh, talk about my love of coffee and then on paper, well, not paper, computer on blog, mm -hmm. but the YouTube channel is where I'd love to go and visit Al at the Forks and be in the roasting room with him and watching as he's roasting a batch of fresh coffee or coffee beans into all his different blends that he makes and then talk about you know how wonderful it is and learn a little bit more about what it is to be a roaster and and all the different you know how do you roast uh, for a medium roast light roast to dark roast you know those kinds of things so absolutely that I'm I'm willing to explore the Winnipeg coffee culture to the nth degree and share it with anyone who wants to know more about the coffee culture in Winnipeg and Manitoba. Well, you know what? Hugh Productions is on your side here. We would love to work with you. And if we can meet great people like Elle and have a great cup of yes. coffee, hey, I think we've all won. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> what do you think, Elle? Yeah. 2021? Yeah, you know what? I think 2021 is going to be really good. I've 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 had the opportunity to meet some of the roasters uh, in Winnipeg and in the immediate surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are very helpful and and uh, want to help this grow, this yeah. movement grow. I I believe we with coffee we are where wine was in the mid 90s. Oh. So I think we've still got a long up way a long ways up to go with it. 
and really defining what and looking for really helping it grow and helping people understand mm -hmm. what goes into a great cup of coffee and the amount of lives affected by a cup of coffee yeah. so on and so forth so i think there is a, a group of artists roasters uh that really want to make a difference and and help grow the segment and help people understand what really goes into a cup of coffee because well, it yeah. really impacts thousands of people every cup so it does it really does and and i'm hoping that um, my voice in my blog and podcast and youtube channel will let people know what's out there because during my journey i was you know i was of course posting on instagram and i was getting comments from people saying i had no idea this place existed and and so what it's doing is it's it's promoting and and opening up the doors to all these different cafes. And in fact, uh, one of the cafes that I visited was called the O, 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 o Station. Mm -hmm. And so it's on Osborne, so just under the underpass. Yeah. I had actually one of my, somebody on Instagram say, oh, you have to go visit this shop. And it's like, I had no idea it existed. So I had to go that day and and visit and and discovering all these little gems all over, all over the, our province. So it's wonderful. Wow. Well, you know what? Uh, 2021, I think, is going to be the year that we discover a lot of things. And we would love to learn more about the coffee community and support businesses like Al's Harrison Coffee and support you, Jenny. We'll be following you around, I know for sure. Uh, you know what? All of these cool things, I think, that in light of everything that we experienced in 2020, uh, we know that we can have a fresh start in 2021. So it's been a joy to see you again, Jenny. I know that we'll Thank see you. a lot more of you. And uh, you so Al, it's crazy. been super to see you. And I hope next time I will be at Harrison's, uh, either at your waterfront or your new one or in the Johnson Look Terminal. <laughs> and we can share a cup Wonderful. of coffee. <laughs> uh, well, you guys stay safe and healthy and all the best for 2021. Thank you, Tracy. So Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Al. We can't wait for Jenny's new podcast. Don't forget, it'll be on all your favorite platforms, and that's Coffee with Jenny B. Now we're going to head into our own Hue virtual chat and ask the ladies what their word is for 2021. Oh my gosh, takeaways. I have so many, but um, I don't know if anybody else does uh, like word of the year. Like, does anybody ever choose a word of their year? Anyway, I did this. Um, you did, Susie. What's your word? So I don't do it the way everyone else does it. I don't choose it at the beginning. I choose it at the end. Oh, so okay. I look back on everything and I, I, I was struggling to find how to word it, you know, for 2021, but um, my word this year for 2020 was family. Oh, because that was my entire universe for 2020. Mm -hmm. And right. um, my post basically talked about um, how the word family is not a noun to me. It's a verb to me. Mm -hmm. And that the word family to me means is not just your bloodline, but it's the people who show up for you. Okay. So this year, like Kristen said, Kristen said, so many people struggled and, and still some people, you know, had tremendous growth. Right. But it, to me, that year showed me who is here for me, who is going to check up on me, who's going to help me or who I need to help pick up the pieces when they don't even know where to start. Okay. And, and that can be different for, you know, whether you're coming or going, right. Depending on where you're at in your station in life. Um, but I, I think 2020 and for a lot of people, maybe this was the case, it crystallized who you need in your life and who you don't. 
And I think that's a really um, troublesome revelation in some ways and sometimes, but I think it's a necessary revelation because when we realize that the world slows down and um, we need help or we need care or we need compassion, who's giving those things and who's not, right? There was a lot of struggle that I think took place and a lot of healing but I also think there was a lot of hard lessons that people learned last year, thinking that maybe they were on the same page with certain people and they weren't. Mm -hmm. And that's a painful thing to have to realize, very painful. But I think what's even more painful is trying to make a relationship with people who have nothing to give you. They simply want to take. And as I move forward in 2021, in my adulthood, as I raise my children, I need to have people in my life that I not only feel safe with, but that I feel there's a reciprocity involved and that we are there for each other, you know, and I understand. And the way I quoted it in my uh, Facebook post was that there are people who take because they have to, and then there are people who take because they can. That's two very different types of taking. I'm not interested in the second. I'm interested in the first. Because if you're taking because you have to, that's okay. I can refill my well for that because I know that your well will be there when I need it. So to me, that word family really had a full meaning and came into crystal clear view last year for me. That is wow. so beautiful. And I love the way you do it. You pick a word retroactively. <laughs> <laughs> and define your year. That's so interesting. I the reason I asked was because this question reminded me of um, uh, the process that I was doing uh, over Christmas, New Year's, which was to choose a year, uh, a word of the year, and also to choose a word that represented what I wanted to let go of in 2020. Um, so the word that I wanted to let go of in 2020 was helpless and helpless. Um, I had a friend going through cancer treatments and the pandemic and the, you know, the racism and, you know, being, you know, forced to be at home. There was a few, quite a few times where I felt helpless. And that was, for me, the word that I wanted to let go of in 2020, that feeling. Um, and my new word for 2021, which I'm bringing forward, is return. Now, it's a weird word. Like, I, I went through this whole kind of yoga process to get to that word. But to me, it was return. Return to me, return to um, return to my vision for what I want for my life, return to my values, return to my sense of humor, return to, um, you know, all the unique, peculiar things that make me, me, um, and really just bring those into my business and create from that sense of just uniqueness, you know, being solid in who I am. And, uh, so yeah, I think 2020, um, like, you know, Kirsten was saying, and Susie was saying, like, family was definitely uh, prevalent. I'm personally proud of the fact that this year, like, my daughters are still talking to me, you know, like, that's like, I did it. Like, <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, that, that I, I really appreciated that, that perspective that you had, Susie, about uh, really noticing who was there for you. Uh, and 
I love that concept of family as a, a verb, like it's something you do that we, um, yeah, I'm going to think about that one. I, I really love that. So um, yeah, and as Kirsten said, gratitude, uh, you know, that my health is still good. I think everyone had to face, you know, their own fears of their own health and, and their health issues. And, you know, I am just very grateful that I'm, I, I still feel healthy at this point. So. Don't forget, you can see the entire Hue virtual chat on our website at ilikehue.com. And you can listen to us on a podcast. Search The Hue Crew. I want to thank all of our special guests today and leave you with this question. What is your word for 2021? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at ilikehue.com or you can Instagram or Facebook us at ilikehue. But for now, stay safe and healthy. And we'll see you next time on Hue at Home. Listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.